All right, welcome everybody. This is uh, Albert Campa, and this is the Cantina MX podcast, uh, starting coming coming live here on a Thursday night with Joel, and uh, Jaime is going to be joining shortly. But uh, for, as far as introductions, Joel, how's it going? Doing good, Chiquis. Uh, pretty excited about Chihuahua's upcoming match against La Fiera. Let's see what, uh, yes. Let's see what these guys are made of. Yeah, so Chivas, uh, Chivas is uh, getting getting a little bit back into uh, some good. It's, it's still divided. It's it's still. I, I, I still say he hasn't won over. He hasn't won over the fans. Did, did you ever see? Um, did you ever see this movie called The Last American Virgin? pregnant and that guy's like you know he's like that's that's not my kid and they're just you know school ends and, and he's leaving with with all the cool kids they're going to the gonna go skiing and so he's like late and there's this other dude right who has a crush on her like the he's like the dweeb type and he helps her and he spends his whole summer working working jobs and, and selling stuff from from his grandma's uh, house and shit and he, he, he gets enough money to pay for her abortion he, he clears her problem and then uh, you know towards the end of the movie there's there's this like the, the, the um this party cause school's gonna come back you know summer's over so it's like the last party of the summer and and this guy he he buys this little locket and he's driving in his mom's station wagon and he's going to the party and he's gonna like ask her to be the girlfriend mm-hmm. and he gets he gets to the party and he's looking for her and she's in the kitchen dude making out with Chad oh. and and then the the movie just ends with him driving away crying it's, it's pretty harsh but but that's, that's kind of Chiva that's, that's kind of Chiva fans where where Matias is the Chad who comes in and, and he makes the you know, Chivas feels good. He wins he wins the Copa MX and, and the Supercopa and and Doblete and, and it's all good. But then when you know, shit hit the fan, he he leaves, dude. He left. He just left the mess there. And he's out in MLS having fun. <laughs> Oh, you're talking so about Ma- Thomas Boy. Okay. Mati, yeah, Mati yeah. was the Chad. Okay. And then, <laughs> yeah, and so Boy is the dweeb that comes in, and he's like, "Oh man, you know, this dumpster fire, and I have to, I have to, and and you know, and, and those are like the Chiva fans. Like at the end, if they could take Mati, they would take him with a heartbeat. So <laughs> it don't matter what uh, what Boy is doing, and I want to get into that later on when we. Yeah. Talk about Chivas because I think he's doing something very important that he's not getting very much credit for it. It's getting getting dismissed, getting like swept under the rug. Nothing to see here. Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get to that I guess. But uh, but I guess speaking of uh, speaking of Chivas fans, uh, they made quite a roar uh, going on our first topic last night. Uh, America played Atlanta in this. Uh, 
this uh, tournament that I guess it's uh, the second instance of this Campeones Cup. Yeah, it's it's a match between the, the Liga MX champion and the MLS champion, right? Yeah. So they played last night, and uh, the results ended <laughs> up not too not too good for Liga MX fans. Uh, there was some, I guess, some pregame banter, I guess, with, uh, I think it was Joseph Martinez was uh, saying that they're predicting that, that Atlanta would win. And uh, America was, uh, I don't think they talked, like Piojo didn't say too much, but they came in, uh, of course, confident. And they played in Atlanta, they played on turf, and America goes in and eventually uh, loses the game. They were down to 10 men towards the end. And uh, lost the game 3-2. It was a, a one-off though, right, Chiki? Just, just one, one game? Just one game, correct? Yeah. So there's no there's no home and away. It was just one game over in Atlanta. And of course, everyone's yeah, going to that, say that's the money that's the money grab there in the United States. Yeah, uh, well, that's that's you're right, and and part of it is to help help this league get prestige. The, the you mean, mean the league's, you know the league's cup? You're talking about the league's cup get prestige? No, that too. But also, like having a tournament like Campeones, is is in a way it's it's a way of, of helping MLS get prestige. Uh, and and we shouldn't be like Liga MX fans. We shouldn't be as snobbish because uh. Liga MX <laughs> did the same way back when with the they had like a cup against South American teams. And a lot of times they would bring them to play over here. So they would have, Mex teams would have that advantage where they didn't have to travel. Uh, and America won one of those tournaments against Boca where they played um, three games. And it was kind of dumb because uh, if, you, if you were to at the global, Boca had already won in the global. And and then so they played a third game, and I think they I don't know if they played it in Los Angeles or the the, the Azteca, and and America won it, and then they, they you know they had that that was like an international trophy against like a big team. So I guess this is just karma, man. Then regresando el favor. They're the big team now, you know. I'm the the big boys in the block. And a team like Atlanta, man, it's fans. I know it's bringing them joy. And uh, but yeah, I, I could see a lot of I see a lot of Liga MX fans being somewhat snobbish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have to include me. Uh, you, <laughs> I, I get it, Chiquis. I get it. You'd include me. I get on it, that one. but at the same time, it's like you have that type of juice, you know, where you're helping another league grow. So. Uh, I see both points. I don't, I don't, well, like for me as a Liga MX fan, um, I don't really see the benefit or I don't really care if Liga, if uh, MLS grows. Like the, the only benefit that I would say if Liga MX, for Liga MX, if MLS grows and they get competitive, uh, it, they would be a, a good challenge 
So it would be prestigious for Liga MX teams to go and play MLS teams and then win, and that would be like a big deal. Like, wow, we beat we beat uh, the LA Galaxy with uh, with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and like all these Europe. You know, take the take the players from Europe, put them on the LA Galaxy, and then if Liga MX beats LA Galaxy, then that would be some prestige. But right now, and I don't, and even in the future, I don't see MLS. You know, with all this improvement that Liga MX is trying to do, or that we're trying to do, I don't see MLS getting to a stage where, oh yes, it's really prestigious that um, Liga MX teams are able to beat MLS well, teams. I mean, it it takes a while, man. It takes you can't expect it overnight, and it's difficult because we see these tournaments have been around along for around. Uh, I forgot how to speak chicken. They've been around for a long time. Been, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and, and we forget how they started. I mean, you know, and so like Champions League was a bit of a Molero tournament. It was, I think it was the France football magazine that, you know, that they were the ones that started the tournament. And uh, Real was like one of the teams that took it serious, which is which is one of the reasons they have the most uh, campeonatos. But I mean, it started from a magazine, you know. That's that's like world soccer starting a cup, and it might not be taken serious. But but imagine like 50 years from now, it becomes a premier tournament. So yeah, it it will take a long time. It would take a long time, but there are teams that I would like to see Chivas play Galaxy, you know, because they have Slatan and because they have Jonah and they got uh, the Tuna guy, you know? Yeah. I would like to see them oh, play yeah, LAFC where they have Carlos Vela, man. Yeah, don't get me wrong. You know? I, I enjoyed so, the game. Like last night, I was glad that, that, that it happened and I was like, okay, this is ramping up. I want to see uh, the, the two champions play. So it is it is something interesting to see, but like if America were to even even now, like today I look look on uh, online, I don't see you know too much talk of the result. Last night it was like blowing up and everything. Chivas fans were you know laughing and stuff, but you know it's you know it's over. I don't think Piojo is going to lose his job over the or over the no, over the game no, or like they're, they're, no one's yeah, going to say crisis or anything like that. So it's you know it's no, well, that... be, it'll be it'll be forgotten in a week is what I'm saying it's going to be forgotten you know it's probably well, forgotten even right well, see, now yeah it will be for the result will be forgotten but I mean if that's that's where you need consistency where you need to keep playing the tournament and and between this between this cup and then the other the league's cup mm-hmm. that's how you start building the rivalry where these teams start playing each other more often. And then that's how you end up having like the games start becoming more interesting, um, and and you know yeah a lot of those teams are lacking players you know, uh, but but I think I think Atlanta is one of the ones that that have a good squad and, and a good coach, you know, uh, and and same with the LA teams I mentioned. So I mean it, it's a slow process. I mean look. Even like San Jose with Mati, I know Liga, a lot of Liga MX would, would want to see a matchup of, of almost any team against St. Saint, Saint Joe and Mati, just because we know 
we we know who Mati is, and yeah. and of course they got Carlos Fierro, man, and you know. <laughs> but, but you you see you see how how it's like. Um, I'm not saying the gap is is closing or, or nothing like that, but but there's there's more and more stuff to look forward to, you know you know what I mean? Where it's like it's not a team you could just dismiss easily when when there's like players and coaches that that we know or or that are are good. Yeah, the, like when I first heard of this of this <laughs> tournament or this match, this uh, Campeones Cup. I thought of the uh, the game that happened recently, Campe- uh, Copa de Campeones, which is the Liga MX match between, which is pretty much like a friendly. So that's why I sort of think of this as like it's almost a glorified friendly when Tigres played America, which well, is uh, which is the typical cup that Liga MX does, which is pretty. I think it's done in isn't it done in Los Angeles, uh, you know, sort of like in the summer. Well, I mean, no, you have those traditions. Those are the old traditional cups where you would have, like, the league champion playing the cup champion. No, but this is Or sometimes you would have, uh, I don't know if they're doing, like, if you won the the league. No, this is Apertura and Clausura. So 2019 was America and Tigres. They played, and America won 6-5 in penalties. That was in... Yeah. But I mean, that's that's those are cool cups to play. I don't, yeah. I don't. Yeah, but they're yeah, not. And then obviously here in the they're they're playing the U.S. because yeah. The, yeah, they get more money from the from the. You know. Yeah, so that's what that's how I compare this cup more. that happened last night. I compare it with that what? type of game because it's just a one it's just a one off game between yeah, and, and you skip all the like semifinals. You skip all the group stage like in a CCL, no, and no, you just go the, straight. For... You just go straight to the champion like Atlanta versus America. And then next year it's going to yeah, be I, the next team. But I team. think if it gets bigger, it will. It would have to go to the point where it's like, either you play in a neutral venue or you make it home and home. You know, but but obviously yeah. they want to give some advantage to the MLS teams, just because the 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 Liga MX are that much stronger, on on average, I'll say. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, I I like to see it. Just to just to see, okay, this is the two champions to see how they do. Um, of course, time has passed since they were champions, so teammates, uh, teams have changed, coaches have changed. So uh, I think I still think the like as far as niveles, you have uh, CCL. <laughs> CCL is up top though. It just takes so long to go through yeah. the lower the lower tier teams and and that and that cup. Is truly like the Concacaf champions, I, I think. Instead of, uh, you know, this thing is just like a nice exhibition, a nice thing to see. But yeah, that's uh, Chiva. The Chivas goat scream was loud last night. <laughs> In America. <laughs> well, you know, you know why? Because because they've been taking a lot of flack, you know, as they should. Yeah, they've been suffering. It's been four four torneos with. No Liguilla, so obviously they've been the butt of many jokes, many memes. So this was finally, finally a chance to, you know, to have a laugh back. It's good. Yeah, give give them a shot. I actually uh, was sort of, because a lot of people, I think Stray was, Stray Goat was saying, uh, 
like Chivas is never. I mean, and and he he did say final. Like America lost a final, which is just one game, to an MLS team. Whereas, uh, uh, you know, I don't I don't recall Chivas ever losing a final to an MLS team, but they've lost plenty of uh, games to an MLS team. I brought up the Shelahu. It was back in 2012. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, your boy uh, Fierro was on that team. He was, man. That was in the group stages of CCL, and they lost to uh, Shelahu 1-0. They did win the other, like the the, uh, the home game, uh, 2-1, but ended up being eliminated from the group stages in, in the CCL that year. But, but yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, that was some... That was some good fun last night. <laughs> America. Yeah, I think uh, I think our uh, Ron. I mean, we could invoke his name. I think he. Uh, I think he. Uh, he might have went into his cupboard and got out the old kitchen knife yeah. and stabbed the stabbed the wall a few times. Actually, he stabbed the wall. He did sound salty. He did. Yeah. He was, <laughs> so there's some serious. Salty. There's some serious salt, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So. I guess next is uh, a little bit of Liga MX, Liga MX action. You guys, uh, of course, you and John covered the week four on Sunday, yes, so that was some that was some you good. You want to preview? If you want to, if you want to briefly like highlight week four, and then or we can just go into uh, week five. No, we already, we already, we yeah. already. Oh, you pre- preview? Yeah, yeah. Let's preview week five. Yeah, because we already covered, uh, covered last week. Because it was a Sunday pod. Yeah, we Sunday right that. after fresh and right after the yeah. games. We might, we might, we were trying to do that now. Yeah. Um. So, we have two games on Friday. The opening match for Jornada Cinco is Camoteros de Puebla taking on a very lackluster Pachuca. So Pachuca has not been doing well. There's already rumors that um, Palermo, their head coach, <clears throat> doesn't get good results. They bought him a one-way ticket back to Buenos Aires. Um, one of the names being mentioned is Rafa Puente Jr. He was uh, previously at uh, Lobos. He's one of the exciting up-and-coming Mex coaches. He's, he's a very young dude still, uh, so he might he might be brought in. Uh, and then, of course, Puebla with Chelis. Do you have the tabla, Chiki, so you could tell us where? Yeah, both of, both these, of these teams, teams, both of these teams are uh, are like in the alleyway, with uh, you know living on a living on sleeping on a cardboard box or something there there's a bum fight we got 16th uh, Pachuca 16th and Puebla is 17th oh ouch so they're ouch. bottom four yeah yeah so Pachuca's, so I mean, Pachuca's you, lost you could, you, well, yeah it could be a bum fight where it's like to the death because <laughs> the loser might might get sacked. Puebla, <clears throat> Puebla might be a bit more lenient with, with um. Oh man, what's his Chalice. name? Chalice. Chalice, yeah, with Chalice simply because he's he's worked with them before. They they know 
what he brings to the table. They didn't exactly put money for refuerzos. Uh, and they brought him back just recently, and he did did improve them. But, I mean, it's it's difficult in Liga MX when, when if you don't invest because the majority of the teams are going to are gonna put in, you know, they're gonna open the coin purse and 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 strengthen their squad. So it's hard to expect results if you don't do that. Uh, so, what any prediction for this, Cheekies? Uh, where is this at, Puebla? I mean, I, I I sort of watched Puebla a little bit recently, and I think they've they've done. They've done okay. I want to say they're gonna, they're gonna, they might get a result at home. Yeah, uh, at I least, at least a tie. Team. I haven't seen either team, so I really can't comment. Pachuca's uh, Pachuca's been really bad. Go, they've they've lost it could three. Go either way, and uh, obviously Pachuca has a stronger squad, but they're not doing good. And sometimes if players hate the coach, you know they could. Yeah. They could easily throw the match just to get rid of him. But well, I, would, I don't think we've really seen that. I mean, it used to happen way back when. It was a bit more common. And I don't think that's the case now. But a ver que. Um, a ver que. Not, 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 I don't really can, can say who's who right here because just I haven't seen these teams. Yeah, I've been, I've been impressed. The, the coaches is trial by combat for the coaches, huh? Yeah, I've been impressed by uh, uh, Christian Tabo, and uh, Puebla also has uh, Alustiza. There you go. So th- they they played well, they played pretty good. Tabo has been playing uh, pretty good. So and and they've been putting up a fight against some of their previous uh, opponents. They did lose to Santos for one. That was a tough game, but. Uh, you know, it's a tough matchup there. I think I think they can pull off at home. Um, this uh, at least a, at least a tie, if not a win. I I think I'm, I'm thinking a win, but at least a tie against Pachuca. Very well. The next the next match for Friday is Atlas. Atlas, who are, if I'm not mistaken, Chiquis, are they in second place? They're in fifth. Huh? They're in fifth place. What place are they in the table? Fifth. Five. You hear me? Fifth? Yeah, fifth. fifth. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I know they were pretty high up early on. Uh, but they're they're taking on... Did they lose? I, I, I don't acuerdo, man. Did they lose yeah, they their lost. last week match? Okay, that explains it. Because they were like in second place. So I guess that loss brought them down. Actually, they. Uh, but they're still see. in the Liga. They they actually won because they played Veracruz, but previously they lost to. Uh, to it's just that the other teams have played better. I mean, they haven't they haven't went down too far, but they lost to Santos two weeks ago, two one. They beat Veracruz last week, so they're actually, okay. um, you know, they're not too, doing too bad. They've. Uh, well, fifth, they've won. The yeah, they've won three mm-hmm. and lost one, so they're they're still up there. Okay, that's pretty good, but they have a pretty tough match because they're facing Cruz Azul, and uh, Cruz Azul has been having a hard time. Uh, they're not playing as good as they should, and they they one of the teams that spent 
a pretty penny bringing in some really good players from uh, South America. And and uh, I guess some of these guys are still adapting to not just to the club, but also playing in Mexico. Especially if you have to go straight into Mex City, that could be very difficult because of the, you know, the... the um, yeah, but I, I, the altitude and stuff. The altitude. The smog. Or... Um, yeah, yeah, I, the smog. The... I've been impressed, though, with your boy. Quesadilla sin queso. Yeah, with your boy, Paul. I have been impressed with his technical <laughs> ability. But like you said, yeah. I think the, the the meshing that he's doing with the team, the cohesion might not fully be there. Yeah. So that's, that's what I think what's hurting them so far. They did... Yeah. Uh, they did get the slump buster win last week, though, against Juarez, if you want to yeah, call Juarez it that. Is, yeah, one of those teams. <laughs> so now they, now they got Alas, and this could be another one of those slump buster teams. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what's going on, man, with uh, Caixinha. Because it seems to be a bit turbulent there. There seems since last season there was like a break between him and... Um, Pelayas, who's like the GM. Yeah. And and because Pelayas used to be more close with the team, and and he just distanced himself, and and a big reason was because I guess he's he... <laughs> sorry relations with Casinha uh, broke. Yeah. So yeah, and I think it was last season over transfers. Uh, anyways. And and one thing to to keep in mind is that Pelias, when he got hired, kind of come in and help restructure the club. Caxinha was already there, so that that wasn't his boy. And one name that's been getting linked is El Turco Mohamed. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Pelias did let go of the Turk, but but the Turk, um, for the most part. At least I would say he cooperated with with Elias. Uh, Elias just let him go because uh, Turk would just take off, man. He would <laughs> he would just leave. <clears throat> he would he would, and I guess he wouldn't tell him. And and just being in America, I guess there was other people he would tell. He's like, hey, I gotta I gotta go see my daughter's play in Buenos Aires. I'll be back in three days, and they'll be like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's the, the story. Is like he went because his daughter was still over there, like his young kid, and then he he went to go see a game. Uh, the Pope, you know, hosted a a soccer match, uh, amigos, because you know Pope Francis, Argentine. Yeah. And he had like an exhibition with all these like known players, so he flew, he flew, went to Rome, went to Vatican City, went to. Probably trying to get in, man. Just give me a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, and, and so stuff like that just pissed off Pelias. But who knows, man? Who knows if he's willing to bring him back? Um, yeah, if, if Cruz Azul doesn't pick up, and this is one of the matches that I would say, like, just, just on strength of ri- opponents and rivals, this is one where they could, they should, um, to recover points and, and start getting back in track. So let's see how they do. And let's see how Atlas does well. I mean, you know, is, is it, let's see if their start is one of those 
it was just that they had accessible opponents, you know? Because they already lost when they faced the stronger teams. Yeah, they do, they have had some somewhat accessible opponents with uh, Morelia, Juarez, Veracruz. They lost yeah. to Santos. So now here's those another. Those are teams that they didn't invest. So going back on opening the coin purse, yeah, those teams did not invest. And, and this this season, very few teams invested. And in, uh, and that that those teams are a big reason, you know. They, they didn't. And Chivas, we could throw in Chivas into that as well. They didn't really, like, bring anyone, like, to where they paid good money. Everything was players that were, like, out of contract. So, uh, yeah, they, they, it's pobres, man. They're, it's like a fight in the soup kitchen for the last uh, bread. <laughs> the soup kitchen. <laughs> it's like fighting the... Yeah, like, Fight in the Dollar General. Well, it's know, about to close. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it's been bum fights right there. Uh, Atlas, I guess they're used to it, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna predict. Uh, I'm gonna predict uh, a win for Cruz Azul. I think they, Cruz Azul start. Uh, where are that? Let me see. Okay, Cruz Azul is, is at is ten. Atlas, the Kimbo slice of the bum fight. Oh. Maybe. I don't know, man. Atlas is at 5, Cruz Azul is at 10. I, I see that stuff inverting. So like that graphic that I make, that gif that I make with yes. all the... Um, the team's like going the, up and down. Yeah, the team's going up. I, I see, a, I see an, a, an opposite, like an inversion of Cruz Azul oh. going up and Atlas going down. Because who would have who thought like Atlas in week... Well, they they had they had in week 2 or 3, I think Atlas was number number 1, number 2. Tied yeah. with number two. Yeah, you, you can see they've been perhaps overperforming, or <laughs> or just doing just as well given their opponents. But but uh, as we start facing stronger opposition, then we'll see how they really measure up. Yeah, and and Cruz Azul is going to come up with some uh, feasible opponents. They have Atlas Puebla. Cholos isn't isn't too easy, and then Chivas after that. No, but they're they're not that hard. Yeah, that's a good that's a good calendar for Cruz Azul if they're to mount a comeback. You yeah. know. Yeah. I think all those opponents, uh, to me, Cruz Azul is stronger than all of those guys. They just they have the quality, man, top to bottom, the quality and experience. And yeah. I did pick them, Chiquis. I picked them. For the campeonato. Oh, uh, that's a big. Uh... And I forgot. I forgot about. I was looking. I was looking at the squad, and I was looking at the players they brought in, but I forgot about some of that beef with Caxinha and some of that stuff going on there. And I'm like, oh, I didn't factor that in. Pero my boat has been cast, cheekies. Yeah, they they do got a nice <laughs> squad though. They do have, and I feel sorry for uh, <laughs> for Chuy Corona. But they do have a, you know, just well, eating, eating yeah. those goals and stuff. You just got to catch fire by the time the Liguilla starts. So as long as they, they, they enter the big dance, they have a chance. I mean, look at all these players uh, they have, so, especially Mexicans. They have uh, Roberto Alvarado, Orbelin, Elias Hernandez. Yeah. Uh, Hernandez, uh, oh, Caraglio. I was injured last season. He he's gotten some playing time a little bit, so he's getting back okay. into it. Yeah, he's recovering. He's recovering, 
Pues ya, yeah, a lot of seleccionados. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, national team caliber players. Yeah. So, so yeah, they got the lineup to do things. They just need to get, uh, they need to get the cohesion back. And I think Paul needs to find his place because that dude's got some super technical skill. He needs to like handle that ball and distribute. And then, uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's so, Cruz Azul and Atlas. So we both agree Cruz Azul should, should take the three points from the Jalisco. Yeah, I, I think they're going to start going up in the table here in the coming weeks. Okay, very well. Very well. And that's the last match for Friday. Moving on to Saturday, we have Ame taking on Monarca. And uh, oh, they're hosting them at the Aztec. And uh, I know they're going to want to, they're going to want to, like, you know, get that defeat, you know, shake off that defeat against Atlanta. So they might put a beat down on Monarca. Yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, the big signing, I guess, Ochoa. I don't know if he's going to play, if yeah, he's going to be ready to play. He should make his debut. Pretty sure he should. It should be his debut. Home. And it's going to be crazy. Um, we all saw how the fans went to greet him at the airport. It was pandemonium. They were even shaking his car. It was, it was Yeah, it was crazy. crazy. It was, uh, they were standing on things, chanting. And uh, the new, I guess, Americanista fan, number the number one fan, El Perro Rabioso. <laughs> <laughs> was on site he was taking interviews <laughs> i think i saw a tweet saying he's um, taken more interviews than memo has <laughs> and we need we need a drop we need a you know we need to play some oh geez some of that guy some of that guy's words of wisdom yeah we have uh so i mean i i do think i'm is gonna win this one it should be shouldn't be too difficult you know, pretty accessible opponent. Yeah, and let me see, Monarcas. I thought I pulled up there. So they uh, they lost to Monterrey last week. They beat Pachuca, lost to Atlas, and then lost to Tigres. So yeah, they've they've had their dealt their their losses here, they're in 13th, and America's up there in the third spot. So yeah, this should be a this should be a good win. Maybe America with a with a Santos defeat, if if we get to that point, uh, could take the top spot. But early here in the in the tournament. But yeah, I don't think their players are too worried about the Atlanta loss. They should they should be able to come back and. Uh, and perform All well, right, do their I'm thing. I'm seeing something in my calendar. I don't know if you have the same, because uh, I have the Liga BBA. Yeah. Their official one. Ah, oh, God damn it. I'm looking at two painting. <laughs> no, but you're right. You're right, though, man. That is a Saturday. <laughs> like, that's not the first Saturday game. That one's at 9 o'clock. No, man. I was looking at the two painting. It's still correct, though. You're God still correct. Damn it. America's still playing uh, Monarcas. 
What about the other games? Have I, you know... Well, you, you skipped two games on Saturday. No, no, no. The other games we mentioned, are those still the same? Yeah, those are good, too. Yeah, sometimes they'll, sometimes they'll play. Okay, for Sat- I'm looking at them right now. So for Saturday, yes, uh, Pachuca. Uh, Pachuca Puebla, Atlas Cruz Azul. The next game I would have said is San Luis and, and Tigres. Do you have your calendar up now? I didn't have that. Yeah, that's the one at 5 o'clock. So this is order order chrono- chronologically. So for Saturday's games, we have San Luis Tigres. And then after that one, uh, Leon Chivas. And then America Monarcas. And then Monterrey Toluca. Toluca? Yeah. No, Monterrey Toluca. Okay. Monterrey Toluca. Okay, we have the same ones, but I was looking at the under 20. I kind of hate when they do that because they put under 20 in very small letters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just got to go and, to the... And uh... I've been making this mistake. Where I'll be looking at the sub-15 or the femenil, and it's like... Dude, can you just make it, you know, it's like those, those really small letters all the way at the bottom where you're going to sign a contract. <laughs> um, okay, so after the Ahmed game, which one is next? San Luis? Yeah, San Luis and Tigres. Oh, man. Yeah, San Luis is having, they've just been getting a beat down. It's like when, you know, when they introduce a player and all the all your teammates line up and you gotta run and then they're all hitting you in the head or kicking you in the ass. <laughs> and that's, that's... Oh, the, uh, your, uh, induction yeah. ceremony or whatever. The induction. Yeah, that's San Luis right now, man. They're, they're <laughs> making their way to their welcome back and every team is getting all their hits, all their licks, man. And, um, so I think Tigres, yeah, man, I think I see Tigres right here. Uh, especially with the Gignac who's feeling saucy right after his 108 goals. And he's right now king of... King of Monterrey, king man. Of, uh, king of Monterrey. And, he's going to get a statue, I think. Yeah, they're going to build him a statue, man. Yeah. Probably going to be like Rocky. Um, it's going yeah, to be all distorted like Ronaldo. The list, <laughs> the list of all the kids that are getting named Gignac... Yeah. All the newborns. Saint Pierre. So it's yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, but I think Tigres is still a very strong team. <coughs> Tigres didn't really bring players, but they didn't need to. Tigres squad is, is is just stacked. They didn't really need to bring players. It's a team that, that I'm surprised they didn't get rid of players. Um. So, yeah, I I think they're gonna put the smackdown on San Luis. Here, cheekies. Yeah, this is a yeah pretty obvious result here. San Luis hasn't. Uh, well, they did win against Monterrey. Monterrey started off slow. They got a win yeah. there. Um, they lost to Chivas last week, three zero. So they're uh, yeah they're gonna struggle. But I thought uh, I thought of uh, like your freshman year, went your freshman year in high school. Yeah. Your, your first year there, and then you get bullied. You get your head dunked in the toilet. Oh, man. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it didn't happen to me. It didn't happen to me. I got my lunch. I got my. You get your lunch money taken. <laughs> oh, damn. Dang, man. That's the old school bullying. 
Yeah, man, that's 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 now, my. Now, now there's cyberbullying. <laughs> oh yeah, that's like you get a funny picture taken of, of you and then sent around on. That's like emotional. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the tigres should be should be the victors here, and uh, who do we have next? Uh, next is uh, the Leon Chivas game on Saturday Leon evening. Chivas. Yes, and that's that's yeah. Leon is hosting. Correct. And uh, this should be a good. Uh, it should be a fun game. We'll see what's going on. Chivas sent, of course, JJ Mack. He's a Chivas player, and he. Uh, let's see how he does against his former club. Uh, doesn't seem like Leon is going to be buying him. They're still trying to negotiate for players, uh, so there's that. And uh, they sent Godinez, who was one of the other youth, who's also at Leon. Uh, Leon got rid of Sambu. It was said that because he was just, it was just too much drama, so uh, the coach got rid of him. That's what I heard. That was like one of the reasons that they didn't want Sambu in the squad. Uh, so, but yeah, Leon is. I would say one of the favorites to get into Liguilla again. I wouldn't make them candidates for the league, but but they're a very capable squad. Uh, definitely they'll be in Liguilla. So for Chihuahua, this is going to be a tough game. Very tough game. Uh, so I'm I'm just interested to see how they perform overall. You know, even if they, even if they lose, I want to see how how they play, how they match up. Against a Leon and in a way, uh, their other big game was against Santos, and it was away, and it was it was at the start of the season, and it's hard to judge from that one because they were with their convoluted preseason where they had played a game, uh, and then they they traveled to Mex to play Santos, and then they were gonna play like the next day, I believe, again. It was just it's just a mess. That's when the league didn't allow Chivas to reschedule. For all the people saying the league is helping Chivas, yeah, they, I, it certainly didn't help them when match they won. Uh, so excuses aside, this time this time they're going in. You could say more fresh, and and we should get a better a better understanding of how how Chivas matches up against a, some of these like stronger opponents. Now they they did beat Leon last season, but uh, this Leon had already been qualified to the Liguilla. They broke their streak, right? They did. They broke. They had like a twelve game streak or something. Um, yeah, that's Leon. Leon was on a run. They were already qualified, like you said. Well, what I'm yeah. finding interesting this year, though, is uh, Leon or uh, Chivas have won both of their games at home against San Luis and Tigres. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? Their last four home games, going back to the Leon game, which was last season, but but these are our games they played at home. Uh, and so we include the Santos for the Copa MX. They have won them. And mm-hmm. doesn't seem impressive, but Chivas had not been able to win more got, than two games at home for a long time. They got rid of so Mati. That, that's, that's why, man. Me? They got rid of Mati, that's why. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like I was, like I was cursed at home, was he not? <laughs> he was. He went a whole season without even winning at home for league play. 
release plate. He would he would beat the he would beat the minnows in the Copa Mekis. But uh, <coughs> he he did go a whole season without being able to win at home. But this is one of the things Foy has been able to do, where he's he's making uh you know the Akron Stadium, formerly known as the Omni Life or the Zombie Life. You know he's he's making it a difficult venue to go into, because it, it wasn't for a long time. And pretty much any team could go in there and and take points. So he's slowly he's slowly bringing that back. You know bringing that home field advantage. And and the other thing where I feel he's not getting as much credit is that he's he's helping rescue some of these players that like trophies who finally scored. He scored when he scored against San Luis, um, that was his first time scoring in a year. So so and and Bully has like two goals, I think. Um, granted off penalties, but he has the goals are there; they count. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Vega, man, he scored. He's he scored in the cup, and he got another penalty kick. So, Vega's uh, a guy that that you know, he he uh, last season he he sort of like like he was off, man. He he had like one good game against Atlas, and then after that, he was just he was just uh, wet powder, as they say. And and these guys are beginning to play better, and, and I do think uh, Boy has a lot to do with that, you know. Uh, I I think if if we give some credit to him, or at least what he's doing right, we could say those two things, man. He's he's getting the team to win ho- at home, and he's getting some of these talented guys start playing better. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look out this game for. Uh, well, I want to see how JJ Mac does. Against Chivas, I want to see oh, also yeah. Oribe, Oribe if he he's been quiet. Oribe has been quiet, and I'm I'm hearing some rumblings yeah. and complainings. So I want to see how he uh, <laughs> how he ends up. Yeah, a lot of fans are still, and it's understandable. He came from America where he yeah. he played for a long time, and he was a key figure. So so I could see why there's a lot of uh, you know. There's, there's a lot of like some hatred, I guess, or or people not convinced, and and they, they feel he hasn't been performing well. He was injured last season, you know. He didn't get as much playing time, so it could take him a while to get back into top form. But but I was, you know, something to remind fans: she was wanted, Oribe, you know, and. And even if you don't like the transfer, you have to respect that a player like that, he wasn't going to come into Chivas if he didn't have some guarantees. Just because he could get a lot of these guarantees at other clubs. And Chivas brought him because he he's still, you know, he's a known player. He helps sell tickets and, and whatnot. Uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but he's, he's at the front of a lot of the ads for Chivas. When you see promos and 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 sponsors and whatever, he's he's at the forefront, and and so when you bring a player like that, he he wasn't gonna come in to sit on the bench, you know. Yeah. If that was the case, he could have stayed at Ame, or or he could have gone to any other team, and and 
I think he came to Chivas because he wanted to play. And, and you know, it's it's like his attitude. You know, he has that, that competitive winning mentality. And it's and I do feel it's been rubbing off on, on, on some of his teammates. So even if he doesn't look too good in the field, I still think he's, he's doing a good service. I mean, ultimately, I, I, I'm not going to say because of that that you're just uh, – that he should – Stay as a starter the whole season, but you still have to respect someone of that. You know, you you gotta respect someone like that. You know, Herardia uh, they call it, and, and and you gotta at least respect it and give him a few games. And then if it gets to the point where okay, you're 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 holding the team back, you know, uh, or some other guy is just killing it more, then obviously you're gonna you're gonna have to bench him. Yeah, so and I think the other guy being uh, being a young Ernesto Vega. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to yeah, see. Yeah, that guy's on fire and he's very hungry. No, but there's other youth. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, we got the uh, uh, the Ivan, the Afro Sander uh, lookalike. <laughs> uh, Cesar Huerta, but uh, yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be a it's gonna be a good game to watch. Interesting to see how that uh, how some of those players work out. I would say I would say I would give Chivas a well. Uh, I don't know. I that's Leona's gonna be a tough favorites. game. I have Leona's favorites to win it, uh, but I I think Chivas could. Could could steal a tie, you know, if they if they play. Yeah, possibly. They're up, you know, if, if they play their best, I think they could steal a point. But to me, uh, Leon are the favorites, just because they're more they're more finely tuned, well-oiled machine uh, compared to Chivas. As as I mean, look look at Boy Man. He he hasn't been coaching them that long. He had like four games. Last season, four official games, and it was like quite the dumpster fire, you know. It was a raging, a raging dumpster fire. <laughs> Chiquis, I don't know if you've seen the meme where you can see a dumpster on fire, and it's like in a flooded city. Have you, have you seen it? It's uh, like floating down the street. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what he what he walked into, man. Uh, so, and then. He didn't have a good preseason, man. That Chivas preseason was a joke. Preseason usually you want you want to you know the teams concentrate somewhere and and they you start you know working out, see what players need more physical and whatnot, and then you, you play a few you know easy opponents just to get into rhythm. Nah, man, this, they had Chivas flying all over the U.S. playing all these strong, really good teams just getting their ass kicked. So it, it was it was not not what Chivas needed for preseason. <coughs> um but I think I think you know ultimately the more you play, the more you start becoming consistent and, and I guess they start understanding what boy wants. Yeah. Yeah I can I can see uh Leon definitely having the advantage here. Um, they are in 12th spot, and Chivas is in 6th, so uh, that could be a little bit... 
oh, do you, how, do you, how do you say it? I don't even know the word. Engañoso. <laughs> Deceiving. Deceiving, yeah. So, yeah, we'll have to see how that how that turns out. So, oh, who we well, got? Now you mention it. Who has Leon played? Do you have? Yeah, they've. So they started out winning uh, away at Pachuca. They tied America, and then they lost to Monterrey in week three. Last week they had a bye week, so they didn't play. They didn't play. Okay, that's part of the reason. And and uh, the Monterrey game, I think it was a close match, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was three to two. Three to so two or something yep. like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, not so bad. Uh, and I think that's that they that they they have one game less. I think that's a big reason um for those of you wondering our faithful listeners um league imx expanded to 19 teams so that means that each week one team rests one team does not get to play if i'm not mistaken cheekies is cholos the team that is resting this this week uh that is correct okay descansa yes, cholos too far off i wasn't too far off with my Two twenty calendar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of times it's the same one because uh, they play before the, the the big the senior team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of sometimes. So that's that's why it could be the same, but with like sub quince or some other one, it could just be something else. Um, okay, so so we both have Leona's favorites to win that game. Yeah, and then the, I guess the next one, did we talk uh, America Monarcas? Did we already discuss that one? Yeah, we did. Okay. We said they were going to, so the... Monarcas were going to play oh, gonna, yeah. for the broken plate. Yeah, they're so, gonna, yeah, that's, so we did. that's the final game on Saturday. Or actually, no, one more game on Saturday. Uh, Monterrey, Toluca. Monterrey, so, Toluca. And yeah. and yeah, Toluca has not been doing too good. Um, that's La Volpe right there, and I think he's he's on the chopping block as well. He's he's another of the coaches that could be on the chopping block. Uh, but but we and we talked about this, uh, Yon and I last on Sunday, and we talked about how, you know, Toluca's usually not not that quick. You know, even if, if you have that poor start. They're usually not not that quick to just cut cut a proceso out, and and I'm assuming La Volpe comes with a hefty price tag, so they would have to they would have to drop a couple, you know, a couple million there they were to sack him. Yeah, that's uh, I mean, but if you look at these. Look at these games that they've lost, uh, especially like at home. Their first match against uh, Querétaro, they lost 2-0. And then, and then they go away to Cruz Azul and tie. And then they go to Juarez and lose 2-0 to, to Juarez. And then they yeah, lose at home to, see, to America. That's where you look bad when you lose yeah. to Juarez, but... You, you didn't say the Cruz Azul. What was that result? That was a tie, 1-1. One, one. So they tied Cruz Azul away. Okay. But then they lose to Juarez okay. right after. But then, yeah, see, those, 
that makes you look bad. Like just, you can't lose to Juarez. We talked about San Luis, you know, going through the line and, and getting their asses handed to them. And, and San Luis was the team that actually won promotion. Juarez did not win promotion. Juarez finished their season in, in second division. They finished like almost at the bottom of the table. Uh, their only saving thing was that they, they made the final of the Copa MX. So they were they were Copa MX darlings, but not so much in the league. And uh, they came up by buying out the former Lobos franchise. So Lobos ran out of money. Nobody wanted to put the shekels. Couldn't get a TV deal. It was just getting too expensive. And so they sold they sold the team with a franchise and uh why they stepped up and they swooped in and here they are here they are in uh primera division yeah so and that's uh yeah, that's just bad results for toluca yeah i i wonder how much longer they they will give him though uh, and who would i think my boy chepo would be willing to slide in there he coached them before. He led them to two league titles. And uh, I was listening to Raza Deportiva the other day, and they mentioned Chepo being uh, – someone said that Pachuca might, might be interested in Chepo, but uh, Rafa said there's only two teams right now Chepo would return to. That would be Cruz Azul and Toluca. And I, I as often, you know, more often than not, I agree with, with Rafa there, uh, just because Chepo, he's one of the highest paid coaches in, in Liga MX. And and I know he has a bad image, especially because of the Selección. But if his numbers, man, just his numbers alone in Liga, in club, they're very good. They're very good. So that's a big reason why he, he commands such a hefty price tag. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I, w- I wouldn't, well, if uh, you recall history, I wouldn't mind if uh, at all if La Volpe gets sacked any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, I mean, they, they, they have a tough game against Monterrey. Uh, Monterrey oh, yeah. started off sort of weak, yeah. um, but has come on strong a little bit. Uh, and then after Monterrey, they have... Uh, they have a sort of manageable schedule with Cholos, Necaxa, and Pumas, and Monarcas. So if they give him a chance, Monterey he might be able to... No, that's uh, Toluca, I'm sorry. Oh, so La Volpe, oh, for him... So for that. So, yeah, for La Volpe to save his... Uh, <laughs> you know, if he could just squeak out this tough game... Yeah, to save his hide against, uh, against Monterrey, squeak out like a tie or something, or a good showing, then his next few games are uh, are not as hard. They got Cholos... Toluca has Cholos, Necaxa. You're trying to pick up, you know, you're trying to pick yourself up and dust yourself out. Oh, man, going into, you know, La Tamalera and facing one one of the strongest teams, easily top four. It's, that's just, man, you know, you know what I mean? Cruising for a bruising. (laughs) Yeah, man, that's, it would have been better if they would have, you know, like, <laughs> you you go you go to visit Morelia or you go visit um, San Luis, you know, one of these easier teams. But 
yeah, to go against Monterrey, that pretty hungry team right now. You know, they're beginning to bounce back. I don't know. I don't know. I, I see another defeat in the book there for uh, for Bigotes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Monterrey, they started off sort of, uh, sort of rough. They lost to <laughs> America 4-2. They lost to San Luis in the second week, 1-0. Uh, brand new San Luis beat them. And then they came back and beat Leon 3-2 at home and beat Monarcas away, 1-0. So they're they're a little bit yeah, up they, on the upside. Yeah, they started slow and, and they're bouncing back. Because, uh, yeah, the quality is there, man. You yeah, know, definitely. Pretty much every line, they have really good, they have seleccionados and they have very capable players. And uh, yeah, the Pizarro. That... Oh man, that's true. Pizarro has sort of uh, you haven't heard too much from him. I've I've, I've seen a little bit of complaints about him going quiet after uh, after a pretty good summer with the national team. Um, and that that too could affect them because sometimes when you don't have that rest, it fatigue catches up, man. Yeah. So that should, I'm expecting a, uh, uh, let's see, a Monterrey, a Monterrey win there. Same here, same here. I see the Rayados getting a big win. See, a lot of, a lot of good games this, uh, this go around on, the, on yes. Saturday evening. It's yes, like right, one right after the other. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Actually, well, actually, the America and Monterrey game, those are at the same time, so you're going to have to choose. But starting at five... Split screen, Chiki. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, you have to split screen. split screen, picture in picture, no, whatever no, you no, got. Picture in yeah, yeah, picture. Yeah, picture yeah. in picture, yeah. Or get out your, uh, your laptop, your iPad. <laughs> your phone. Your CRT TV. All right, so that's that's Saturday, I guess, going on into Sunday, where my depression begins. Uh oh. Little, uh oh, yeah, because Pumas. Little cat. Uh, they're coming off of two defeats, right? Yeah, po pobres Pumas. They're still in. They're still in eighth spot, but uh, they've had two two defeats. Uh, they do have two wins, though. They started off at the top of the table with, along with Atlas and Santos. Um, but yeah, their last two games have been defeats to Cholos Tigres, which are, I mean, Cholos isn't and, and who, isn't a bad team. But who are they going up against this week? So this week. Uh, yeah, that's the first game on Sunday is uh, against uh, Veracruz. So, and that's oh, at, it's team. at home. So that's a that's a game that's very possible that's a, for them. The, that's a slump buster right there, man. And <laughs> Veracruz, I think they're on a thirty game, something like a thirty game winless streak. Ah, it's pretty painful. It just keeps adding on. But yeah, yeah, Veracruz is, ouch. You don't want to be that team that they break their streak again. But, yeah, I, I would say that's a team to beat. Kind of embarrassing, man. Uh, and so 
Veracruz were relegated last season, but then the league was like, if you give us this much money, you could stay. Uh, and why they do that, uh, it was political pressure, believe it or not. Uh, Veracruz is owned by, I think they're priistas, Curi and, and you know, some of the, the governor in, in, in uh, Veracruz and all that. And they're tied to El Pri. And they got some pool. And of course, they call in the Federacion for, you know, for some favors. And that's a big reason. That's a big reason they stayed. As soon as I heard there was that connection, I was like, oh, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, you can't keep a team like that for so long, man. I think fans at one point won't care, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh and so, so it's like, well, why, why, um, if you're wondering what the link is, so so basically it's um that's part of how that party the the pre uh -huh. um it stays in power because the people know that that uh you know they have power to the people. Yes, <laughs> they bring the team to the to the city, you know. So what's up, guys? Hey, hey Juan. Hey, man. Hey, and Profit joins us. How's it going? Profit. I, Profit I guilt tripped him. We're, we're doing, we're doing the uh, league recap. We're with Pumas facing uh, Veracruz, who have what? Do you know how many games? Like, is it like thirty games that they haven't won? Yeah, let me check this out. That's uh. Wow. Yeah, Veracruz has like, they Veracruz man, and they've gotten some goleadas like. They've had like some very bad goleadas. Uh, even Pumas gave them one. It was like seven zero, and then they had like a nine two, and eight something. It, it's been it's kind of embarrassing now. Wow, man. So Clausura 2018. Shoot, man, I'm gonna have to look through all these. Loss, loss, loss. Now they beat Chivas. <laughs> they, beat, they, beat Chivas. they beat Chivas. They beat Chivas. They beat Chivas in uh, in Akron on seven April. Are you sure that's not a Copa? Oh, that's 2018. Hold on a second. What? That's 2018. I was looking at the wrong number. Oh, yeah, I remember that ass kicking uh, Nicasa gave him. I was wondering what's going on over there. Um, that seven zero game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's it's pretty bad. Not a good time to be a Veracruz fan. I would have just been like, you know what, just in the second division, where they could at least have respectable results. Pachuca tore them a new one too uh, last season. Yeah, I think what's in it. That yeah, they nine two. Some... Yeah, they didn't win a single game all last season, bros. Let me go back. Yeah, see. Let me let me go back and another. You, uh... go, you go back so. They're close to like 30 games or 30 games. So it's pretty bad. Um, and then it was to add more uh, in, insult to injury or injury to insult. When they're playing Atlas and they have that penalty kick, they would I think they would have gave them the lead. 
and the guy misses it and injures himself. <laughs> their last their last win was one God zero. Damn, their last they, they, they got it. Their last win was against Tijuana in uh, August of 2018. You know, you know what though? They're, they're, it's their, their away games where they get like absolutely crushed. You know, their home games they seem to, you know, they have a few they have a few draws here and there, but a lot of their away games they're getting killed. You know. Three zero, three one, four zero. And and with the coach's ojitos, right, which is makes it kind of more sad. Well, I mean, he recently took over them, but uh, ojitos is is a very good coach, man, and and it's kind of sucks to see him there. So, he's like, too soft, right? He is. He can be soft, but he's 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 pretty iconic guy, man. He had the Toros Nesa team that was. One of the most memorable teams in Liga MX. Well, dude, that, that's, that, that was like 50 years ago. He's almost 100 years old, man. You gotta. That's in 97, 96, 97. Um, no, yeah, he's he's up there in age, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that like he shouldn't be have, he shouldn't have to be doing this, you know. Uh, he's kind of has to wear clown shoes. Um. So, so they're playing Pumas, uh, Profit. You think Pumas is gonna add to the misery of, of Veracruz in Seoul, or do well, you think, or do you think uh, Veracruz is gonna break their streak? You know, I, I'm trying to remember where Pumas is in the standings. I'm trying to pull up uh, Beto's. Uh, they Andy, lost their uh, last chart. two games. They're like in. Uh, Veracruz is at, their, at last place, eight. man. They're in last place. Yeah, oh, I, I, Pumas is in eighth. Yeah. In Beto's chart, the one he, the one, you know, the little graphic he has, uh, it's up on yeah. Facebook. Um, you, you see Veracruz start, like, in, in 15th place, and then they just, like, fall off the chart. <laughs> <laughs> it disappears. Yeah, like, they just disappear. You're like, hey, where are those guys? Are they like, they still <laughs> There's so many teams, man. I only I only have 12 teams on that on that thing. They went into yeah, oblivion. Man, funny. Seven teams disappear, like, huh? The best part about it, too, is like Chivas is like, you don't know where they are, and then boom, they're just shooting straight up, man. Yeah, because they weren't well, even, they, started, they weren't top 12. They started at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> Word, dude. Pro- Profe, your, your, your prediction, man. Dude, I have to check who's the, who's the away. If, if Veracruz is away, you know, you should, it'd be good to bet some money for them to get smacked like at least for the, the games at Seoul. Yeah, the games at Seoul. Yeah, I do. They're going to lose. They're going to lose badly. They um That's what I'm talking about. You know, at least a 3-0, which is is, is great for Chivas, right? Because they're turning it around. It is. They're starting to add points. I mean, they're winning games. I you know, not to change the subject. But with Veracruz uh you know, God bless No, I think I think if you're Chivas, <laughs> the if you're Chivas, man. No, if you're a Chihuahua fan, you want Veracruz to win or to tie because Pumas is going to be one of the teams that could potentially fight for... Because if you're Chihuahua, you're thinking they could qualify between 6th and 8th place, you know, and and you have a, a group of teams that they're going to be fighting for that with. And right now, Pumas is one of those because they are in 8th place 
and then you have uh, like like Carlos and 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 uh, Santos who wasn't expected to do this good. So there's a couple teams that uh, ultimately they're gonna fight. You know, they're gonna go toe to toe with for that for one of the last spots. So uh, Chiquis, uh, I sorry, I want Veracruz to. Enemy, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. Right. Don't don't worry though. I'm I'm with Juan. Puma's Puma's gonna Puma's gonna smack him around though, man. Yeah, I think they can. I'm pretty sure they can. Although Pumas haven't, uh, they had a sort of an easier start of their schedule, and then a little bit tough. Um, they beat San Luis and Nicaxa, and now they're going against uh, some easier, well, a couple of more easier teams, and then they got Monterrey in a couple of weeks. So yeah, some tough. Yeah, you know, I was I was listening to some of uh, Michel, coach, uh, some of his uh, pressers, and he seems he he knows what's up, man. Uh, you could tell he did his homework. And he was talking about it, which teams made the Gia and which teams didn't. So he has a good understanding of like opponents that that you know Pumas is going up against. Uh, that was pretty refreshing. He, he did his homework, man. Yeah, they have to. This is a team that doesn't have all the all the money in the bolsita to go and buy all this all these nah, great players. They spent it on Michel, dude. He needed, he needed to have a car, a posh apartment, you know, his polologa. <laughs> you know, I'm, All right. looking at Beto, I'm looking at Beto's car. <laughs> what up, everybody? What is up? Over here. What's up, Jaime? How'd you get that coming on, man? <laughs> How'd you get that audio busting into your thing? Ah, uh, I um, I had the, I had it, I had it ready. You oh had... man, this is now a Chivas podcast. I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could. I wish, <laughs> I, wish, I, I, wish I could give you guys the visual of what's going on right now. So there's a big blackout at my house. So I'm outside, and a candle on my phone. Damn. Oh. Power outage. But what city are you in? Not even a blackout can stop me from being on this podcast. <laughs> That's dedication, man. That's good, man. Um, it's like I you... live in Enyaq. Did the uh, did the uh, directiva for Veracruz not pay you your bill or something? <laughs> <laughs> they be they be giving me those uh, empty promises like Chivas do, you know? The, the oh. cantina check uh, didn't clear. Cantina. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the check bounced again. Got some run. Damn it. Run. And Beto. Shoot. Soccer Chronicle failing on us again. <laughs> How far are you guys in the podcast so far? You guys already. Well, we've been on. We're, we're reviewing the um, the league, the match week five. And then we're going to talk about Selección, about some of the Tata's kids. Some of the players he called, uh, and then if you guys want to bring up a subject, we could like we could, uh, you know, 
Yeah, so we got we got our last two games to preview. Our last two games to preview for next All for right, this. Uh, let's preview that. All right, let's so, set. So we agree. Uh, so Pumas is beating Veracruz. Yeah, you know what take... though? Um, ever since Pumas, uh, uh, I think it was the the game against uh, San Luis. Ever since that game, they've been on a downward spiral, man. Like I'm looking at Beto's uh, handy chart here. <laughs> you know, and after after the the second jornada, they're just you know they're dropping. They're like uh, they're dropping deeper than at a sharper rate than Veracruz. So we could have a surprise. Well, result you gotta you gotta take into know, you gotta take into account where they started, though, man. They were up they they're like in first place, tied for first second place, the first two games. So there's nowhere else yeah, to yeah, go. Cartels, they were they were in second. Santos holding steady at first. Yeah. And Pumas went from like uh, second to like uh, to eight. another in, in eight. There's nowhere else to go, man. So they're normalizing. Yeah, to go by down. They're normalizing. Yeah, but if Just you like need a slump buster, this is it, man. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're, they're, they're going to maintain. Pumas, all, Pumas always main, yeah, maintains that, uh, that on the fringe league. They always maintain that on the fringe Liguilla qualification, just to give Chivas some uh, some oh. uh, some hassles at the end. That's Veracruz is the drunk torta at last call. <laughs> How many more uh, free penalties are does Chivas have left? For the oh season? man, I don't. Because. <laughs> I'm enjoying the ride right now, but I know that we're going to run out of tokens pretty soon. <laughs> Dude, but I've, I've seen, like, the replays. They got, you know, they got the video assistant ref. So, I mean, they're legit calls, you know. Of course they are. Oh, VAR screwed up. VAR screws up every 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 so often. I saw a meme on that recently. That was pretty hilarious. You know what's hilarious? America losing yesterday. <laughs> that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> I forgot all about that one. Can't believe they made made up some bullshit tournament and we still lost it. it makes no sense. <laughs> we 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 talked a little about it. Um, it it's to help. It's to help MLS get prestige. So you know, is the nah, gap dude, closing, it's, it's guys? Piojo. It's Piojo huh? getting his ass handed to him like always. You know, yeah, I'm sure. I, I, I'm pretty sure he did not game plan for this game. You know, like he just showed up and expected to, to just that, freaking stop on these guys. That could be possible. That that could be possible. Very possible. And, and now he, and that's why he was blaming the players on their, their lackadaisical attitude and their their you know, fifth grade mistakes. But I'm pretty sure, you know, that that carelessness started at the top well, with his preparation. Well, I'm sure the players came in confident and arrogant as well. Yeah, I mean, they, they were probably in the jackass. And I had just praised them like like a week ago, saying, "Hey, you know, they staying in the national team made them a better manager." And I'm sure there is, but I mean, come on, dude. I think I I thought everybody forgot about last night's game, other than until Jaime mentioned it just now. Why don't forget? Yeah, no, it's I mean, I mean it's, it's not a significant cup. So me and Joel were talking about it. It reminds me of the. The Campeones, uh, Copa de Campeones between uh, Clausura and Apertura Mexican clubs. America beat Tigres in penalties. Do you guys remember that one? Mm-hmm. Happened over the summer. <laughs> That's like a, you know, a cup oh, that nobody. 
Yeah. Is that what it's called? I oh. like our channel name. We let's just finish the, uh, yeah. the, <laughs> preview. the preview before we... All right, the next game. Necaxa and Santos. Necaxa and Santos. Santos. Who's hosting? Necaxa. Who's the home team? Necaxa's hosting at Aguas Calientes. Mm. Now Necaxa. Santos are too good right now. Correct. Yeah, Santos on a roll, dude. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. I, I think they could, they could at minimum get a tie. Let's see. Let me look at these uh, uh, these previous games here. So Tigres beat Santos three one, and uh, prior to that, or not Santos, Tigres beat Necaxa three one, and prior to that, Necaxa beat Veracruz the seven zero game. You so, guys, uh, you guys ever been to Aguascalientes? Yeah, man, I, I used I to live not. there. Oh, you used to man. Live there. just a few few months. That's a nice place, man. How That'll... far is it from Mex City? Like a couple hours? From Mex City? No, it's further. It's like north of. It's, really uh, it's north of Leon, man. It's like. Uh... Oh, okay. okay. Oh, or north. Closer to Jalisco, right? Michoacan, Colima. Shoot, I need to look up a map, though, man. It's, How many flecha amarillas it's, okay it's, to go to, like, <laughs> if you had to go to Guadalajara? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that. But it's, <laughs> it's, 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 uh, like, geographically, I don't know if you guys know, it's the, it's geographically the center point of Mexico, of the whole country. All right. All right. Yeah. There's, like, a, a spot with a huge flag. But, yeah, I think, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking you guys are correct. Uh, Santos just can take that one. Away. Why did you say Santos was taking? I said they could get a draw. Come on, man! They're the best team in the league right now. They are, but I feel that they've had like a like an easy schedule. Uh, Even facing Chivas, like they faced Chivas at the best time possible. You know, just kind of like they try to get out of that game. The the league, the league that is helping them said no, you can't reschedule, and. you know, because they had they had played a, a Molero, yeah, and then they, they played they, uh, Benfica on Saturday, yeah. and then Torreon they, the next day. And then, and then they had to play again after that. Uh, travel, I think was it was it Atletico Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. Tuesday. So, so I mean, three, to me, three games. Because because I mean, once they played again, she was smacked them, and and Santos had had some other good players there, uh, but. I I don't I don't see them that strong even though they're they're like top of the table and 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 if we we see the calendar a lot of the teams how they're facing them uh, I think that's gonna help them and I see them going into Liguilla but I see them exiting right away I just don't see them that strong I, I think they they've been stronger they're pretty much I think right now probably very relying on Furch. But I, I don't, I don't see them Who as strong as. Who is trying game. to get his? Uh, oh yeah, he, citizenship, he right? Yeah. No, he's gonna get it. He's trying to get into yeah, the national team. He's, he's already. Be, do you think we're at a point where we need him? No. Depends. I, to me, it's like, like if he's, if he's doing well and other players aren't, I would bring him in. What? So what's his position? Is he like a? 
He's like a target. He's a target he... forward, right? Yeah. Like, like a, a like a nine. Oh, okay. Plays well kinda with like, his back to goal. Kind of like Vela. Or... Un nueve tronco. <laughs> Enterrado. No. He... Sembrado. <laughs> no. No, he's a good well, guy. I mean, he's a good player. A... I don't know if he's worthy of a call up, though. I mean, Bully wasn't worthy, and he got a few call ups. <laughs> Not done anything, anything. But he's Mexican. He's not, you know, from a different country. Like, when's the last That's time we true. had? A, when's the last time we had a naturalizado on the selección? It's been a while, right? Six years ago, I have a picture on my uh, Facebook. It rem- you know how they have those? Six years ago, this happened. Uh-huh. Six years ago, I posted a picture of uh, uh, Chaco Jimenez with the national team jersey on. <laughs> oh, you guys remember that? Oh, that's right. He was probably the last one. Yeah, he was. Uh, Oh, that's también. right. Also, when with Piojo, uh, you're right. Copa America. He went to Copa America. Yeah. You are Did correct. Did he play that friendly with uh, Ivory Coast to him and uh, Damian Alvarez? Oh, there you go. Damn. You guys answered the question. It's been a minute. So yeah, we're going bo- back bo- to what? 2016? Who do you think has been the worst one that we've called up? Probably Leandro, right? He didn't get, he didn't, I don't think he played. Leandro didn't play. He didn't, uh, well, he didn't play as much, but I he was already up there in age. The I, most... uh, I went to go see Mexico play in Oakland, and he was in the starting lineup. I was like, who the fuck is this blonde-haired motherfucker? <laughs> that, dude, that dude is uh, Puma's uh, legend, man. Don't, don't talk smack about him. You're going to summon Jan. Yeah. Before <laughs> that, he played for Leon. I remember he was a big Leon player. He's good. He's good, but he, he, he came to, up there. Just yeah, yeah, when when they, you know, he wasn't in his prime when they, when he came. Sort of like Sina, when he joined the team, he wasn't. He was kind of past his prime. Was he though? I think. I think we got a, good, a couple good games out of Sina though. Yeah, I wouldn't say he was at his best. You know, like best moments. Hey, yeah. is, he, is is Leandro Augusto still working uh, for Pumas? He was an assistant writer. Yeah, so he was he was up in the uh, I don't. Or he was he was a director deportivo. Yeah, right? something like that. So he he still might be in there. I have to look that up. Uh, but yeah, if we want to continue to the uh, to the last game. Yeah, uh, it's the last game. This is a Juarez versus Juarez at home versus Querétaro. Now this oh, Querétaro man. game is this Querétaro team. I'm liking them, dude. Yeah, well they got they got a really good coach, Jose, man. And this one, and this. Equipos uh, grandes, huh? Querétaro and Juarez, holy. Oh man. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the game of the week. Yeah. Uh... You, you think they can fit another advertisement on their jerseys? <laughs> Ouch. It's messed up, dude. You know, Actually, I posted. Didn't they have a chart and like? Yeah, there's there's like a few teams that had like a lot of sponsors that you wouldn't think would would be. I think Leon is the the posted, winner, right? Leon had. I, I could tell you, gentlemen, right now because I posted it on the Facebook page. I posted the the picture of the the chart of the teams with the most. And uh, I think uh, what's his name? Tom Marshall posted a photo today about the clean like, jerseys. How, the, yeah, how the jerseys would look. 
without the logos and sponsors, I'm like, dang, these are nice. Cruz Azul is the team, right? With like no sponsors? No, they always have their their main sponsor, which is Cemento, uh, the Cruz mm -hmm. Azul. It just looks like their logo, but that's that's the company. All right, my, my Facebook page is acting weird, man. Are you on Juarez. the Are you on the same network as Chivas TV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So have they decided what they're gonna do? Are they just gonna go the entire season with not a contract or what? Wait, what are you talking about now? Chivas. They don't have a, t a TV. Oh, TV for, for TV contract for the U.S. Because yeah, they, they have they, in Mexico. It's because they made a mess of it in Mex. They, they, and that was kind of a get on. And I think this is also one of the reasons he got sacked. Because he made a whole mess with the TV deals. Mm. And, uh, and so this goes way back to the whole, when they started the whole Chivas TV when they were trying to say, okay, we're going to go to streaming. And then that didn't work out. And they ended up having to, to resign with Televisa. And then uh, they tried, once that contract ended, they tried to like, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what this dude was doing, but um, they did like a breach of contract. And they, Chivas is like in five different stations in Mexico. Oh, you wow. Know? They're just and, and, they, and, and it's kind of good in what says that, yeah, you, a lot of people get to see you, but you don't get as much money because it's not an exclusive. Right. You know, it's like, so, and, and there's like an interview where, where Martinez, the Pachuca guy, is clowning on Higuera and saying, dude, you, you know, you don't even have an exclusive contract. Pachuca has, like, exclusive TV deal. You can't even get that. And I was like, damn. You know, and, and you can see Gera just putting his head down. And, and like, like so, so, for example, Televisa shows Chivas games on, what is it? What is it? Uh, TDN? What, what's, their, what's their cable sports channel over there? It's like, TDN, right? TV Azteca? Yeah. <laughs> No, no, not Azteca. They have like, a, you know, like a sports channel. I think it's Tedene. And but they they have the regular open air channel, and that one they don't pay Chivas anything for that. There is they had to do it for free. Damn. You know, and and yeah, so they're like TV Azteca and they're in like all these channels. So with the U.S., I guess they were trying to get more money. Like, all right, let's try to recover that mess and, and let's try to get more money. And they were asking for like 20 million, I guess. And, and Univision wanted to give them 15. And I guess uh, Telemundo doesn't probably want to get in. I don't know. It's a mess, dude. It, it's a mess. And they're trying to straighten it out because they're not trying to step on toes. And it's, yeah, it sucks for Chivas because. I'm, you know, I'm hoping some of this money helps bring in some players. Um, but look, I got the list. So the team with the most, with the NASCAR-looking jersey is Leon. <laughs> they have one, two, three, four, five, eleven. They have eleven 
sponsors. Damn. Caliente, Caliente Telcel, Cisolar, Office Depot, Cemento, Cementos, um, Fortaleza, Primera Plus. That's a pretty good bus line. I don't know if you guys have ever traveled. Back in the day, back in the day it was, man. There's there's some better oh, ones out now. Oh, there's, better. there's better ones out there nowadays. No more so uh, air, bimbo logos, though. Air conditioning. Um, so, and then they have, um, this is like, this is very small letters, man. It's like for ants. <laughs> Ciudad Maderas or Ciudad Maderas. I have no idea what that is. Mobile Super. Uh, KYN. I don't know. Mega Cable and TUDN. Horses which is a new, lot. <coughs> which is the new station here <coughs> in the U.S. The Univision Televisa station. Yeah, so back onto this last game, though. I think I think we can close it out saying uh, that I was going to spank these guys pretty hard. There's this guy you guys need to look out for. Uh, he's a de uh, defensive uh, player, Luis Romo for Querétaro. That dude needs to be looked at by Martino, man. He's Mexican. Yeah. Oh, nice. He's got some. Uh, he's got some push forward <laughs> capabilities. He scored a couple of goals uh, last week, I believe. And uh, it's a pretty, uh, pretty. You know how we haven't heard from Luis Romo. We haven't heard Did of. Did you Ticate. say Isaac Romo? Luis no, Romo. Nah, that's... Uh, I was about to say Jolie. There's also Jolie another that player that they should look out for. His name is Yair Pereira. I think you guys might know him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do know him. The Chiva players booted him out has, for being a... He has two goals already this season. He does. Hey, I, it sucks that he left Chivas, but the, the teammates didn't want him. He was oh, in yeah, Cahoots with Higuera. Ah, man, sucks. I, I, think he, I think he meant well. You know, because he was like... Hey, he was a solid captain, you know? I think, like, no, yeah. after, like, Reynoso Because <laughs> Reynoso was the captain forever. And you needed look, another center back that had that backbone. And he, you know, he stepped up to the plate. I think he was he was solid. And Querétaro's in second place, man. Hmm? What's the name of that youth from Querétaro that she was almost fought? And then everyone was saying that Chivas was going to ruin him and he should go to Europe. Or so the transfer. No, 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 they did buy yeah, Orlean. Yeah. It, was, it was some young kid, Marcel something. Mar Marcel Ruiz. It was a big shitstorm. Yeah. Yes. And then, and then, all right, okay. so she was, ended up not getting him. And, uh, and then uh, he's disappeared. <laughs> Nobody even mentions him anymore. Like, nobody cares. So I, I don't know, Chiquis, have you seen games? I was he hasn't played. I still yeah. want him to do good, you know, even if he... He's a 2000. Dude, he's like Martin, Del Palacio, Martin Del Palacio had like a, like a 10-post thread on it on how Chivas was ruining uh, the young talent, that they were going to stagnate <laughs> this guy's career and all kinds of, you know, that he was good enough to be in Europe, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this guy hasn't played though, man. Marcel Ruiz, he's 18 years old. All right, he's yeah, he's still very young, but he should should be getting more playing time. So what's the game of the week? What's the game to look out for? It would be Atlas and Cruz Azul. For me, for me, it's Chivas León, man. Oh yeah, of course. That's Chivas León. 
for all the uh, unbiased listeners out there. What do you think is the? I think Monterrey think uh, Toluca might be a good, yeah, a good one. Monterrey Toluca is in dead last place, next to uh, they're in second to last place. Yeah, but that that could mean La Volpe gets sacked. Uh, if 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 Monterrey loses, this is the same Toluca put, that, that lost to uh, Kansas City like four <laughs> zero. Yeah, but that was before. That was before. Because La Volpe did at least make the, you know, the Toluca, the Devil's Cauldron. He made it respectable because before he came, man, they're just getting goleadas right there. Everybody was just stomping at them. It, like, yeah. It seems like this week there's going to be a lot of one-sided, one-sided victories by a lot of teams. I want to see how America reacts. They're going against Monarcas. I think they're going to, you know get a pretty solid win. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, like, stuff going on that maybe the, the, the teams head-to-head, they don't seem like that that exciting, but there's, like, so much other stuff on the table that I think that's what makes it exciting. So, like, the Cruz Azul game as well. Uh, that is tomorrow. Yeah, Cruz Azul at last. Yeah, that's... Pachuca. Hmm. And uh, I've I've jumped on with uh, Joel on the pole, uh, Fernandez bandwagon. You guys got to check, yeah. got to check that guy out. The, <laughs> the skills that dude has, he just needs to you know connect with his his players a little bit more. Yeah, so... and Max though, and then Max, it's a little bit hard because you you know the different altitudes and all that stuff. It, it could make it a bit difficult. At least in the beginning, for players to adapt. So I'm gonna be honest, guys. I'm starting to like the Moss boy. He's starting to grow on me. <laughs> hey, you're jumping on, man. Me, I've been on that bandwagon for a long time. The wagon. That Thomas. I was telling. Yeah, I was telling earlier. Um, I was telling Chiki earlier. He's to me. He's done two things that a lot of people aren't giving him credit. One. He's getting the team to win at home again. So four four straight wins at home. Uh, going back to the Santos from last season. I mean, not Santos, Leon from last season. And then uh, the, the, the Tigres. And then Santos for Copa MX. And then I forget which one was the other match. Uh, San, Luis, San Luis, was it? And so mm-hmm. the team had not though. won. Still, the team had not been able to win at home especially more than one game or more than two games in a long time. So to have four wins, you're beginning to, to you know, make your stadium a tough venue again. And it's like, you know, Tigres went in there and they got smacked. Santos thought, you know, okay, we beat these guys. We, we got this. And, and they got their asses handed to them too. Uh, so, so I think that's that's one of, one good thing that he's, he's beginning to do. And then the second one, you know, you're you're slowly seeing some of these guys playing better. Trophies, scoring after a year of, of not, you know, being able to put him back in the net. I think that's that's a positive as well. He's back, baby. He is back. Well, I hope. I hope, man. That's why. Let's see what he does against Santos. Let's start printing the, Leon. Let's start calling <laughs> him the Mexican Messi again. Let's, let's do it, man. <laughs> we'll see. I got my doubts. We, uh, uh, 
also, I haven't really kept up with Leon. Is J.J. Max still relevant, or he just had that one season? Oh, he's still... I he's think still he, doesn't he have, like, two goals right now for them? He's still there, man. Let's see. Right now, it's Ismael Sosa. He's got two goals. Leonardo Ramos has a goal, and Mena has a goal. I don't think he scored yet. Yeah, he's got oh, one. He's got one goal. Oh, he's got one goal. It's a penalty, or <clears throat> yeah, I remember seeing him score. I, I can't. Rem... Also, how awkward is that going to be when his loan expires? I I don't think it's awkward anymore. Like some of the people are gone. The team is pretty much different now. You know, a whole different, different thing. You know, like um, different ambiente. Uh, a lot of those dudes are gone. Um, so I, I I do think uh, and I think if they talk to him well, that's the one thing like like I don't I haven't given much credit to Varela the GM, but he seems like he, he did like a decent job of like talking to him and like you know sort of told him not to like because you know he had been getting into some type of spats here and there talking shit like all oh, the locker room here is much better and and all that stuff. And he's kind of dropped that controversy. And as we saw when he scored against Chivas, he didn't celebrate. Mm -hmm. I think that was a big tell for me too, you know. He didn't, you know, imagine if he would have scored, he runs into like the Chiva Ultras and he grabs his crotch or something or <laughs> kisses, the, kisses the Leon badge. They would have been like, oh man, this guy is already out. But I, I think that not celebrating was a sign of respect. So I, I and, and there's there's really no offers from Europe, man. I think uh, Grupo Pachuca was hoping on that. They could like sell oh, them yeah. to. Oh uh, terrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So I was like, yeah, not yet, not yet. So I think that's and I think that 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 was their gamble, you know, because honestly, if I had to choose, I would have. I would have kept them for the final, for the league final, than send them to the under twenty. Yeah, that was a terrible move. You that know whole, the way it was handled was just terrible. Well, yeah, but they they wanted that like vitrina. They wanted that under twenty, sort of to be like like to showcase, not right. just you know because they okay we have him we have Linus. And we have a pretty decent team. They should they should be able to make a good run. And that team was a pretty it was like a pretty disaster run. Yeah, I mean it was terrible. Um, they they would have benefited more if had they gone to Copa Oro instead. <clears throat> well, see that's that's where I want that's where I disagree because. John was on the same boat. He wanted them at Copa Oro, but I would have preferred. I would prefer. So for me, like if for your youth, I would prefer under twenty than Copa Oro, and then I would prefer a league final to the under twenty. Yeah, I mean, how many opportunities are you gonna have to dispute like a, <coughs> a league final? You know. Yeah, and, 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 you know, and that thing was because he was starter or he was going to get a, a lot of playing time. 
So that that was like a big reason. Uh, and Golkop, I don't see him as he would have had a lot of playing time. He was going to be bench, and and that's why I preferred him under twenty because, like him and like Linus were going to be like the the, you know, the main players. Yeah. I wanted to see can these dudes carry a team, you know, but yeah. they just had a really bad coach, man. <laughs> that dude couldn't make up his mind and tactics and whatnot. He he shit the bed pretty bad. He <laughs> totally made his kid, man. It, it kind of sucks. I know he meant well, but I, I don't think he was ready for that. Like he had like no, not not good, not much experience. I would say. Like, he had been in the background, but I would rather you be, like, a head coach first. So, you I'm know, looking at the – sorry to disrupt. No, it's okay. I was, it's okay. I was looking at the last five games between Chivas and Leon, and Chivas have three victories, one draw, and one loss. It's not bad. Oh. They're so, history good. tells us – history tells us that Guadalajara <laughs> might uh, – might get a victory on the road or maybe a draw. That would be I a win would be big, but I I, I could see a draw. I, I have Leon as favorites just because just going off of current of, of like just the current where they stand. But but yeah, I, I she was does definitely have what it takes to beat them. I, I just have Leon as favorites though. You got uh, Alexis Vega who is you know, he scored a brace in the uh, the Copa Mekis, and then you had trophies. You know, he's been starting to score, and and like I said earlier, we got these little penalty tokens that we're redeeming. So who knows? I think <laughs> I think we can we can pull it off. All right, so we're gonna go to the next uh, national team topic. I have a call-up. Yeah, so this uh, this call-up here is in preparation. They're going to do training in El Car from the 18th to the 21st of August in preparation for the Nations League of CONCACAF. That's why it's a younger team. I was going to ask, because I didn't recognize it, almost anybody on that list. So are like forced to use like under-23s, or what's going on, or is he just experimenting? It's just, it's just a camp. Oh, it's a camp. Yeah, yeah it's just, just like a training camp. Oh, okay, so not actually. No, uh, they're not going to. There's, this is not like the call-up for their next amistoso. Oh, okay. Do you think they're playing with Argentina, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, Argentina, San Antonio. I'll be there, hopefully. Oh, man. JT's going. Um, oh, nice. And, the, and that, that call-up is uh, actually going to be like a a 30-man 30, a 30 call-up. He wants to call up as many as possible uh, instead of the normal, I guess it's, what is it, 23? So there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of guys with their chance to, to show him that they deserve a, uh, 
a call up when it gets down to bigger games. But this is just a, a League of Nations. To me, like I've said this before, and I don't want to be insulting or whatever, but I guess it is. The League of Nations, they're going to be playing Caribbean teams and stuff. Uh, you're not going to take your top players. So that's this is the exactly type of... Uh, type of team you want to take let these young guys grow and get some experience and because they're, they're eventually going to be the future of the of the national team yeah i i do think that i think one of the plans is to you know forget forget a lot of players that are going to be on the under 23 uh the, you know the olympics and and i i don't think these a lot of these guys i see very few maybe one or two will make the squad for the World Cup, you know, from that list. Like, you could probably see J.J. Mack being one of those guys. Um, but but I think the goal is 2026 when, when, you know, Mexico being host. I do think that they're preparing for that. And, and I, my main concern, though, is, uh, man, the youth coaches that they have, uh, they just seem pretty terrible. Who's the Jaime Lozano or who's the... Who's the current guy right now? Jimmy Lozano. Was it Jimmy? Yeah, I think Jimmy Jimmy Lozano was. Uh, yeah, he had some bad results. He was the one that took the. Did he take that team with Linus? No, that was that was Ramirez. That was Ramirez kid. That was Chucho Ramirez son, who took the the. Okay. Under twenty. I remember Martin uh, wrote about Linus and or about uh jimmy lozano and the struggles that he had so so yeah he didn't do too well um but this so they say this is preparation for the nation's league this is the group mexico is in panama and bermuda and the, the top spot going to the final championship so and they're, they're starting to play in uh in september mexico doesn't have a game until october though yeah, I, I could, and then for those games, they don't need to call in the Europeos, man. Yeah. Especially for those those type of opponents. Yeah, so these uh, initially, you know, th these types of young players can get a chance with a mix of maybe some Liga MX teams and things like that. Be good to go. Yeah, all these... Uh, all these small cups, man. First we have the America losing a a small cup, and now we got League of Nations small cup. <laughs> Throwing hate. But yeah, do any of these guys stand out? The if you notice, uh, Luis Romo is on that list. The guy I was talking to you about on. Uh, nice, nice. Uh, from Querétaro. Let's see if anyone else. Uh, Artiaga is in there. Sebastian Jurado, I know we talked about him um, as an up-and-coming uh, goalkeeper. Jonathan Gonzalez is back. That guy was lost, man. He, we need a, a Nations League to get him back in the in the call-up. Eric Aguirre. So yeah, 
Not much, uh, not much going on there. I guess Jaime left. So that that call up just for some training at the Centro de Alto Rendimiento in Mexico. The League's Cup coming up. We discussed Liga MX week five. And uh, I think that was it. Shout out to some chat, some guys on the chat, Troll Kings, who we've always seen. Uh, gives us a shout out, saying we deserve more uh, viewers and subs. I just uh, submitted the, uh, or I posted the the link to the stream on uh, Reddit. So that's that's partly due to us needing to get uh, get our uh, get our stream, get our podcast out there more. Uh, mostly I post things on Twitter, but we do have a Facebook channel or a Facebook uh, page, uh, Twitter page, Instagram page, which I need to put or post. But Joel and uh, even Juan and those guys have been putting stuff on the Facebook and uh, and John contributes a lot to the Twitter. And uh, yeah, so Joel, you still around? I think we're about ready to to close uh to close off the podcast. Jaime had to leave, his connection was bad. He's uh he was uh out of power over there in California. That's right. North. He was being powered by a candle. <laughs> powered by he needed he light. was he was, he, he, was he was running off solar power when, in the middle of the night. Oh, <laughs> with, man. with no sun. What happened the... to what happened to Prophet man? He... Oh, Profit dropped. I think he's gonna. He said he was gonna come back, but his Metro PCS ran out of minutes. Yeah, he had to go to the Oxo and get a recharge. <laughs> get the Oxo. <coughs> and the Coro Lady Oxo. Man, that's pretty much it. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for for today. All right, man. Thanks for coming on, Juan. Have an enjoyable weekend. Uh, Thank you, sir. Uh, we will. Uh, hopefully, you guys can. I don't know if uh, I probably won't be able to on Sunday, but hopefully, you guys can get together, have another podcast Sunday evening, go over the weekend's results. Should be some uh, yeah. interesting things going on. <coughs> uh, but stay tuned for that. Stay tuned on our Twitter. Thanks, uh, Troll King, for joining and our viewers. We've gotten up to a few, I think, four concurrent viewers at the same time. <laughs> so uh, thanks to all you guys, and we will see you guys later on the Cantina MX podcast. Have a good evening.